You're a successful business owner or entrepreneur. You love it, but it consumes your entire day and sometimes your entire night. This is the Seven Figure Builder Show. It's a backstage pass to the minds of those who've already cracked the code. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. And now your host, Julie Baranek. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. My name is Julie Baranek, founder of Seven Figure Builder, where we help high achieving CEOs free up their time with gorgeous automations to scale their business to seven figures and beyond. And I'm here today with my friend, Nicole Pearl. Hey, Nicole. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So for anyone who's not had the pleasure of meeting you yet, can you tell us just a little bit about what you do with your business? Yes, I help small business founders and creatives learn how to get themselves featured in the press so they can grow their credibility and have a bigger presence and attract new clients and all that good stuff that comes with that. Awesome. And this is not a new space for you, right? Can you tell us this like how not. did you get it's into this? An interesting road. And I think a lot of people maybe would have had that question, what's next? Or maybe the pandemic made them think. So my background is that I've been a staff magazine beauty editor for many years. Then I was a full-time freelance writer. Then I turned myself into a TV beauty and lifestyle expert. So being a media insider, I wanted to be able to teach and help other people who were looking to build their brand and get publicity, how to do that on their own. Because I think a lot of people are intimidated or maybe they don't have the budget to outsource it to a publicity agent, which can be super expensive. And then there's also a extreme value in building those relationships on your own with the press. And I think once you can start like thinking like an editor or someone who knows how to get on TV and also appear on TV, I think those sorts of insider strategies and tips are really priceless. They'll just help your business for the long run. For sure. So when you say you figured this out, like without giving away all your secret tips, but how did you break into this? For me, it feels huge to be able to get those spots on TV. Totally. And I think a lot of people feel like it seems daunting. Like, how do I become an expert or how do I get my product on? Where do I start? Or they see other people doing it and then they have imposter syndrome. And the way that I truly did it is like this, I've worked out all the kinks and I have replicated my method and my teachings to help you do the same. But the way that I started was truly by putting myself out there and pitching myself. And of course, as an editor, I know what a pitch looks like. I know what key positioning is. I know how producers think. So part of it is also like you may think you know what your brand positioning is, or you might think what your personal brand strengths are, but the media, it doesn't resonate with them or it doesn't resonate with their audience. I really started doing it. I would collaborate in the beginning and it just grew and grew. That's so awesome. So yeah, it's really been like, I've been a one woman show and I've booked myself on hundreds of shows nationally and regionally. That's incredible. So when you're putting out your pitch, I imagine that they get hundreds, if not thousands of pitches from all over the place, right? What is your tip for helping people to stand apart from everybody else? A lot of people don't realize that something as simple as the subject line could be the difference or the deal breaker if somebody even opens your email. And the other thing I always tell people is 
sometimes it's like the mindset that prevents you. You're blocked from even sending the pitch because you're so scared or intimidated. But what I always say is your expectation with the first time you hit send should just be like, okay, I got it out there. I got it out into cyberspace, but don't have the expectation that you're, you will hear back. It should be that I'm going to send this pitch out. And then I always say the magic happens in the follow-up. That's truly where the relationship building happens. And even for me, when I landed my first Today Show segment, I had sent that pitch, my original connection to the producer, and I didn't have my first segment until maybe almost a year later. But I was consistent, and that's how I landed myself on the Today Show. That's amazing. So how do you find the right people? Like you need to find that specific person, not just blast it to anybody. Yes. I call that sleuthing your source. (laughs) And I know, again, a lot of people feel like I don't have access to these databases. And some people, some companies pay thousands of dollars to have access to a lot of these journalists and producers. It's very doable utilizing social media resources like LinkedIn and just understanding what are the keywords that I need to input to find the correct person. The, and again, the same thing is like the media ecosystem, having been an editor, it's I understand what the different roles are of the different people when they're on staff. And so there's certain people that are more strategic to pitch versus others. And so part of it is also optimizing your time and your energy. And so I want you to make sure that you're pitching the people that should be the people that would be actually opening your email. Yeah. And is it, my mind goes to like finding a job, right? You've got to put so many resumes out there before you actually get a call back. And then you actually get in front of somebody. Are you always in general having that insider perspective going to a person or is it, you've got to go through AI algorithms and try to get yourself in front of your, in front of everybody else? It's always people. This is a relationship business. It's human connection. And it's funny that you mentioned like the AI and we know there's the G chat and all all that stuff. But even as a writer, I recently received an email from an or a media organization, like a major website, basically saying, if you try to use any of these AI resources to let's say write a story, like you will be flagged. It is, it, it is, Right now, yes, it can help you in certain aspects, but in terms of the editorial side or providing your tips and content, you're not going to stand out. You're not going to have relevance. You're not going to have a strong sort of reason for anybody wanting to feature you because the whole point is understanding what your value is and what can you bring that's unique or different that other people aren't sharing within your space. So in other words, don't go on chat GPT and say, write me a press pitch and think that's going to get you in. Uh, Listen, I love whatever free resources are out there to help you get to write the pitch. However, the insider kind of part of it, which is going to give you the leg up, isn't you might read it, but it's the how to and it's the nuances and the tone that really make or break things. And that you can't really learn off the Internet because it is so subjective. Yeah. And the other thing is relationships are so huge. So at some point, partnering with someone that has relationships with other people in the media will go so far compared to sending cold pitches all day. For sure. No, I was going to say, and it's really that emotional connection that you're after is they have content all day, every day. Like you want to set yourself above and beyond, and you really want to get that hook for lack of a better term to really connect emotionally with whoever that person is for them to say, Hey, I want this person on my segment. 
Exactly. Awesome. So how can people work with you? What do you have out there? I know you have some fabulous things you've been working on. Yes. So people can work with me one-on-one and that is what I call my total media package, but it's a really tailored, personalized way to work together. Well, I will teach you all the ins and outs. You will walk away with actual pitches that we're sending. I help you content generation, media training, brand positioning. And I also bring you into my insider media media circle. So you might get leads and opportunities that aren't even published elsewhere. So that's one way. But another way, which you and you've been helping me <laughs> do some of the back end tech stuff, which is my biggest hurdle, but you are so good at, is I now have a course called Five Days to free press where you will learn literally all the ins and outs and will to pitching and getting yourself featured and you will also have a one-on-one session with me and you will walk away with an actual pitch that you will be sending out and lessons and tools that now you can replicate and use for the rest of your journey as an entrepreneur that's amazing. So yes, it's a pretty badass course if I do say so. But <laughs> you have a five day launch, basically, like you work with people for five days. And at the end of it, they have an actual pitch and they have a plan of what to do with it, right? And I decided to do it that way, because I feel like especially with the media world, it's like timely, There, there's a whole time work of like when things are being published. And I want you to get in and get out so you can get yourself featured sooner than later. Because, you know, it could have been a five-week course or what have you, but I really want you to get the most benefit as fast as you can. Yeah, which is so cool. And it being super condensed, you can get results that much sooner, which is awesome. We love results. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so this may be an obvious question, but I'm sure you have more to offer. But what are the benefits of being on the press? What does that actually get somebody? That is going to separate you from everyone else in your space. It gives you the instant, we hear this all the time, the credibility, but really that's huge. When people are deciding who they're going to hire, what product they're going to buy, that third-party validation from like legitimate either news outlets or TV shows, or it really does set you apart and it gives that potential customer the confidence that they're buying into something that's already been proven or accepted or is good. So credibility is huge and it allows you to build your brand. It opens you up to newer opportunities. So if you're looking for speaking engagements, if you want brand collaboration, so you know, the media is like one stepping stone, but in terms of monetizing that and the ways that it can grow your business, it's endless, but that's almost like essential in order to really put your name on the map. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you've been on hundreds, if not more of these these spots. And it does, it makes a difference in terms of why people have certain opportunities that have gone to host certain events or collaborate with major brands. And a lot of it is because I have that credibility factor of having gotten myself featured in the press multiple times. Yeah. And you mentioned the relationship piece of it, which is so critical for getting that spot. But I would think it's in addition, once you're there and the people that you're meeting and those connections that you're making and the impression that you're leaving on people, I would think would be critical also. Yeah. And especially in like today's world, when there's so much out there, your ability to get on TV, show 
your kind of personality. It's like we, again, we talk about the whole like, know, and trust factor, but especially if you are a small business founder and you have a product or service, people are buying you as we all know, and there's no better way for people to truly get to know you than seeing you on TV or even in social media. There's that component of putting your face on the camera, but in terms of credibility, There's a difference between the number of followers you have versus being featured in the media. And again, a lot of people feel like, oh, I don't have enough followers to be worthy being in the media, but it's not about the number of followers. It's about the value you bring. Yeah. And the TV spot would be short-lived. Can they use it on their website? Like I'm thinking, are there ways to have it be evergreen and show on your website? Hey, I was on this three years ago. It lives on forever. It lives for, so that's one of the things that like, once you get media, I teach you how to monetize it because essentially it's a free marketing tool that never expires. And it has just as much weight, a feature that you had three years ago as one that you get today. It's just how you market it, but it gives you so much content that you can work with. Hey, real quick, it's Julie. I just wanted to say thank you for listening every week. I absolutely adore you and so appreciate your time and your commitment to the show. And I truly love creating free content for you to grow your podcast and your business. And if you want to take our relationship to the next level, I know I would, or you just want to monetize your podcast without ads or sponsorship, hop into my free web class that'll show exactly how. Just go to sevenfigurepodcastbuilder.com slash monetize, and I will see you there. Now back to the conversation. Yeah. And include the as featured on all over your stuff, right? (laughs) Of course. That's like number one. Once you get that, go to your website and add that logo. Awesome. So for the thinking over the hundreds of spots that you've done, what is the most memorable or what is one that comes to mind that really stuck out to you? I definitely... One, I've been on the Today Show a couple of times, but one of the times I was on, it was at the time when it was Kathy Lee and Hoda, and it was a really fun segment. At the end, we were cheersing because I was talking about this wine club, and nobody knew it, but I was actually secretly pregnant. And so I remember <laughs> th- I was bringing my new baby on TV, and it hadn't been out yet, and it was only the few producers knew about it. So for me, emotionally, like I'll never forget that moment. That's so cool. and your child then has already been on TV without even knowing it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's just so many fun moments, crazy stories, cool people you meet in the green rooms that all go into it as well. That's awesome. And you have a wide variety of other expertise, right? Like you're known as the beauty girl and skincare tips. And what else do you have in your specialty? Yeah, totally. So What's interesting is for so many years, I've been a beauty editor and then turned myself as a TV beauty expert and my business, I call the beauty girl and my mantra is beauty shouldn't be a bitch. So that side of my business, I'm continuously testing, reviewing, writing about or featuring products and offering like great tips, hacks red carpet secrets and and things of that nature, which I love and it's so much fun. And so it's been a really fun bridge being able to be on both sides of the industry as someone like helping people get in the media and then being someone who's in the media. Absolutely. So for anyone listening that thinks, oh my God, I would love that, but I'm scared to death of being in front of the camera. Like, What would you say to them to get that confidence up? 
I'd say that you are one of many. And the first thing to do is just to start practicing in very simple ways. And I do think that social media and getting in front of the camera that way is a great first baby step. One thing that I do think that does not necessarily help a lot of um, people in the influencer side who want to transition over is that be if you are constantly filming and editing yourself on social media, the difference of that versus like a live podcast interview or a live TV segment is so different that it's a different kind of muscle you got to work and practice with. But I'd say get start doing Zooms and putting your camera on and start doing so, like I said, social media, even like IG lives, those can feel, have a lot of anxiety with that. It's like not just the technical side, but being in front of the camera there. But those are really good ways to start practicing and building that kind of confidence. I do think the more you do it, the easier it gets. And there's also little things you could do, just like breathing ahead of time. And one of the things that I always tell myself if I get nervous is ultimately no one, it's not about you. It's like about who the listener is and like the gift of the information, the value you're bringing them. And so it's, if you take the focus off of you and you're less, oh, is my hair in the right place and stuff, I focus <laughs> on like the message you're delivering and who it can help. I found that mindset shift truly does help take the nerves away. For sure. Because then you're just focusing on helping people rather than I'm going to look like a fool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I know you have some little ones at home, but how do you juggle all of this? Like your business, your kids, your family, everything. What do you suggest for people? <laughs> Isn't that the question? And honestly, <laughs> I've interviewed a lot of celebrities and have asked a lot of those celebrity moms the same question. And they're always like, okay, my answer is I couldn't do it without my team. I'm like, that's awesome that you have a glam team and you've got a whole team. <laughs> I don't have a team. I think most people don't have a team. So what I've really come to accept is, Really accepting the reality is that it, for me, at least, it's never truly a 50-50. There's no such thing as balance when you're working professional, trying to be an entrepreneur and trying to take care of your home. And so I try to give myself grace. I make sure that I'm present and there in the moments for a school drop-off, school pickup. And I've chosen, again, to be like a stay-at-home mom and working from home mom so I can have it all, but understanding that it all means that there's sacrifices on both sides. Yeah. So I don't know if there's really any tips. It's more like, how do I come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to be doing everything at 100% all the time and not punishing myself over that? No, I think that's huge. And even like you mentioned, just giving yourself that grace is absolutely huge because we can be so hard on ourselves that we feel like we need to be perfect all the time or doing all the things and be really good at it and present a hundred percent. And you can't do it all. You have to give yourself yeah. some grace. And through us working together, I feel like, you know, I'm in, yes. Do I want to update my site yesterday? Did I want to launch my course the week before, what have you? But I think like even through us and trying to communicate and both busy schedules, you know what, if it launches a few days later, okay. No one knows if you put it out there, you're launching on this date, but you launch that the world's not going to end. So yeah. it's just like having that perspective so that I don't drive myself crazy and feel like I'm always failing basically. 
Yeah, no, absolutely true. I remember telling my kids at one point, really, truly, nobody cares. <laughs> like You get hung up on these tiny little things or what somebody said or whatever, and everybody's going a million miles an hour. And yes, things are important. But like at the end of the day, nobody really gets that hung up about. That's awesome. So looking over your career, over your TV, over your family, over all the things you've done, how do you define success? What does that mean to you? I love that question. For me, success is recognizing the accomplishments that I've made and continuously evolving and not just like settling with where I'm at. And I also think my version of success is constantly moving, but I don't equate success to wealth. Yes, I have goals, but for me, success is more about seeing, and maybe this sounds cheesy, but seeing the rewards that, you know, are brought at when I work with my clients and the transformations that they go through, like that's truly rewarding. That's what motivates me to keep on going and to say, okay, I'm on to something and I'm doing something right. And I'm good at what I do. So it's almost like my success is in your success because that's what keeps me going. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, I always think if you're chasing that monetary goal, that goal is always going to be moving. So you're always going to be chasing something else and never actually feeling fulfilled in reaching it. Yes. So I think of being on TV as the whole influencer thing. You're a leader. What would you say makes a good leader or makes something that people actually want to aspire to and look up to? So I was just contributing to an article about the idea of thought leaders. And I think there's a difference between being a leader and a thought leader. And I think that for personal branding and really growing your business, it's important to be a thought leader in the sense that you're introducing new ideas or you have a specific kind of point of view with how you approach things. Um, versus just going along with the flow and doing what other people are doing. So as a leader, I think it's really essential that you make your own mark within your space. Otherwise yeah. you're going to get lost. Yeah. Which always comes back to being your authentic self and like truly being true to you. Absolutely. So you've got lots of things in the works. You just launched your course. What can people expect from you next? Ooh, I'm excited to just continue to get the word out about my course and my services. I love helping people and coaching them within the publicity space. So I'm completely driven to do more of that. Of course, you'll see me doing more TV segments. So depending on where you live, I might pop up on your screen. But hopefully if anyone has questions about publicity or anything, I want to help you learn how you can do it on your own and not feel like you're not in the right place budget wise or what have you that it doesn't mean it's not your turn to get your voice heard or your message shared. For sure. And on that note, if you had the attention of the whole world for five minutes, what would you tell them? Oh, wow. That's a big <laughs> statement. It's which platform do I want to talk on? So there's a few, I have, it's a really good question because I have, what would I want to tell them? One is more about a philanthropy thing that I'm really passionate about. And to me, that matters 
so much, but within the publicity space, like there's a whole nother section there. So I don't know which way, which road do you want me to take? (laughs) Wherever your gut leads you, it's your stage. Well, okay. Then realistically, what I'd want to, for everyone to do and know about is the importance of being aware of what type one diabetes is because my 11 year old son has that. And the more money that can be raised for research will get us closer to a cure right now. There's no cure. So for me, ultimately that would be mean everything. I'd say that trumps publicity. (laughs) (laughs) You can get publicity for that. How about that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're right. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And a very valid cause. I know it's impacts so many people around the world. So that's huge. So how can listeners support you in your work? Where can they find you online? You can find me online on NicolePearl.com and I have a free get on TV guide with some tips. So if you're interested in that, you can enter your email there and you will get that TV guide, which has some really great tips to get you started. And if you're interested in the course, I'll be announcing when my next cohort opens up. So that will be a great way to work together. And if you want to do the one-on-one, I also, let's talk. You can schedule a free discovery call with me. I always like to speak to you before bringing you on to make sure it's the right fit. And I can basically help you accomplish all those goals that you have. Awesome. And we'll have all the links down below so people can come check you out. And you can find me at sevenfigurebuilder.com. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Seven Figure Builder Show with Julie Baronick. Julie cut her teeth consulting for Fortune 500 companies worldwide. And now she's redirected that knowledge and power to support entrepreneurs like you. She focuses on relationship-based lead generation and the magic of podcasting. If you're looking to elevate your business through storytelling, branding, and efficient systems, well, you found your new home. It's what we do. If you enjoyed the show and got something from it, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Instagram at Seven Figure Builder. Find the website at sevenfigurebuilder.com. And to learn how to automate your podcast with Julie, find that site at sevenfigurepodcastbuilder.com. See you next time on the Seven Figure Builder Show.